Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. Oh my gosh. What do you think? What do you think? This is the first time. Uh, <laughs> it needs some work. It needs some work. I'm looking to, I just had to put it together last night. I was like, I can't wait to show that on our show. Oh my gosh. Little whoop, whoop, whoop. Come on. Thanks. Thanks to our sponsor. We were able to have that video. Oh, we don't have a sponsor. Well, you know, actually, let's just call the sponsor Dr. Tanya Crystal, because uh, you know she's she get she lets me be able to take my time to be able to do this, and and you know what the other sponsor is uh, Alita. She's another sponsor because she lets you do it too. <laughs> Doctor T, thank you very much. Absolutely, John. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. If you guys have any thoughts or ideas about what else we could add to that. Let me know, Ezra. Great to see you. And um, but GJ, I tell you what, it is actually really good to see you. Actually, see you because as I mentioned this morning, I developed this ocular migraine about an hour ago, and it just takes takes my vision, and I can't see in certain parts of my vision for about a forty five minutes, thirty to forty five minutes. But it's back. I can actually see. Well, we can see you. Well, that's and- good. Please look, please look at us. We, we need you to focus. Focus. Uh, yeah, let me see. I have my glasses right. on. I got to make a confession. Lita says, GJ, you suck at reading emails and text. <laughs> <laughs> I get so many. I like, I just proof throw. So I saw your, your text. I was on a live Zoom and I saw your text. I thought you were sending me the link to get on the show. <laughs> and I saw, I thought it said you're working on a magazine. A magazine? <laughs> I thought you were working on a digital magazine. I'm like, what, what is this ocular thing? <laughs> and then I went back to the Zoom. <laughs> so I was like, I had no clue. Oh, yeah. Not an ocular migraine, but an ocular magazine. <laughs> like, I have no idea what it is. I'm just going to roll with it. <laughs> Brenda, it is so great to have you on. Well, uh, no, I'm not working on an ocular magazine. I had an ocular migraine. Thank you for your prayers, even though you didn't even know what I was asking. Oh, I, did, pray for. I did pray. I'm going to when you're like, you weren't feeling good. I'll be out in 10 minutes. And so I, was, I did pray then. Oh, good, good. I, I know you did. I know you I did. I didn't know what I was praying for, but I was praying. <laughs> well, hey, welcome to everybody that's joining, uh, not only today, Monday, 
uh, or some place of the world you're watching this, it's actually Tuesday morning right now because you're 12 hours ahead. So welcome to you. And anybody's going to be watching throughout the rest of the week. GJ, how are you doing? Everybody wants to know how GJ Reynolds is doing. I don't know about that. Uh, I've just been in the zone all day and I've like really been focused right here in my eight foot square of space right here <clears throat> and uh, oblivious to everything. So I, outside of that, I'm good. My eyes are probably really red because the wind, the uh, typhoon wind. Mm. <laughs> the winds have been pretty crazy over here too. <laughs> And he said, well, what wind? How, 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 how does the wind affect you when you're sitting right here? Well, I was outside. Yeah, okay. I got you. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you have your windows open. No, you don't. You know your windows No, open. I don't. No. no, we do not. Well, I'm doing pretty good. We actually had a great weekend. I didn't ask. I didn't ask. But now I'm asking. Now, but now you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great weekend, and I got a lot of studying done. I'm still a little behind. I got a huge meeting this afternoon at the church where I'm, uh, I'm part of, and uh, like three and a half hour long meeting this afternoon. On your day off. On your day off. My day off. <laughs> uh, oh, TJ, miss you both. Maylin from Philippines. Hey. There you go. You got a shout out, TJ. Yeah. Come on. Um, Anyway, wherever you're watching from, put in the chat where you're watching from. I always love to read those afterwards, even though GJ doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and even if he did, he might think you're saying something else. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, hey, here's, here's my motto. If I get you to read it, why do I need to read it? <laughs> hey, hey, I'm willing to take that. I, I, you know what? That's how we do. That's how we do what we do. Um but yeah, it was a great weekend. We actually had some good friends over on Saturday night and, um, you know, just, they might be watching this at some point. So just want to let them know, Hey, we love you guys and we're praying for you and, um, God's got, God's got you guys got you. So any event, Hey, thank, I mean, I, I'm willing to try that intro video out again at some point, like next oh week. Gosh, dude. What's that? I don't know. I, don't, I didn't realize you were an editing master, and the whole time I was editing for three months, and now I'm like, oh my gosh, you were the master, and never, never knew, and never know. I'm not, I'm not a master. I, somebody could do a way better job, but I just wanted something. I wanted something powerful. I wanted something to say, hey, this is what's going on. This is the hope, and this is the world that we live in. Are we ready? I mean, this is what we're talking about. This is what it's all about. I love it. Now that you gave all the power in that intro, now I'm going to jump off here because I literally got nothing. <laughs> I know you have something because I, I know I'm nothing. talking. Well, let me just say this. Let me just start off with some power packed, like this is where we are kind of thing. Uh, you know, Christians who hold to the Bible and what it teaches are being literally targeted more and more. And it's actually being called hate speech now. Some Christian organizations are being called, at least in the United States, I'm sure around the world, this is already happening around the world, especially in China and some communist countries and uh, some other areas of the world where you're considered terrorists because you take to and believe what the Bible actually says and what it teaches. And this includes, in this country, Christian universities. I think we may have mentioned it in passing a week, a couple of weeks ago, but I wanted to bring it out and make it 
just uh, hyper-focused on it for just a moment, and that is that Christian universities are being targeted now by the LGBTQ community saying that they're going to start suing universities because they're not hiring homosexuals. When the Bible teaches what it teaches, and look, guys, if this is you and you are a gay person and you call you, you call yourself gay, it's not about we don't hate you. We don't hate you at all. As a matter of fact, we love you. We don't hold you to the same standard. But if you're in the church, you're in the body of Christ, there's the scripture in Romans chapter one is very clear about what it teaches. But here's the thing, though, even by saying that somebody's going to say that I'm being hateful. And that's the kind of that's the kind of world we're living in. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later. But um, what are some of your experiences recently, GJ, with some what what you've been watching, what you've been reading about Christians being target, targeted for what they believe? Well, one thing, I'm going to throw out a word, acceleration or accelerator. So I want to come back to that point. So I'm just throwing that word out there. Uh, that's, that's a word that was resonating with me this morning. When we, uh, when I was in my reading time, and so I start every day off in the Bible, and there's nothing in that. And I, I've read it cover to cover. Last year, I spent cover to cover. Then I started this year, Genesis, and I'm now in Second Samuel, uh, the story of David, and uh, there's so many things that are so parallel to what's happening in today's times. And, you know, the thing that I, you know, you talk about hate speech, you talk about racism. I mean, it's like no matter what you're for or what you're against, you're you're being hateful or you're being racist. I don't want to talk about any of that. What I want to talk about is what I'm for. Mm -hmm. what, what am I for? All right. And, and you don't have to agree with what I'm for. And I'm OK with that. I may not be in agreement with what you're for. What, what I've learned in the X number of years that I've been on this earth, <clears throat> which now seems like a lot, um, is that I've never expected everybody to agree with what I stand for or what I feel or what I believe or any of that. I, and, I, you know, I know I've shared on this, this, this show, I grew up in the South. Um, I, was, I was a little child. When the, when the um, civil rights movement was going on and, you know, down in the South, I mean, it was, there was a lot of stuff. And even as a young child, it was amazing to, to that how I could understand some of the things that were going on. And even though I had no clue with what the world was really about, I knew that people weren't liking each other and people were disagreeing and people were treating each other in different ways. And... I know God put me in the South, you know, obviously I didn't have any choice <laughs> into the matter because my folks moved down there and I had a great childhood down in the South. Um, so what I learned is people are people and when you love on people and you, you attempt to understand, then you can usually come to some type of understanding whether you agree or disagree. And sometimes you just got to agree to disagree. But what's happening though with all these topics is the acceleration of this. And when if you're talking about racism and if you're talking about hate, or you're talking about any of this stuff, that's what the Satan is winning. It doesn't matter where you stand, Satan, Satan is winning. And we, we I mean we're seeing all these different things that are happening across the world. You know, and just watching that video, 
you know, eruptions are happening and different things are happening. People are being quarantined and having to wear, you know, the mask and all the stuff that all that we've all had to deal with across the globe over the last, what, 14 months? <clears throat> How much is accelerated? And racism and hate and all these things are being talked about in the narrative. But as you go to the Bible, truly go to the Bible, because the ones that are usually throwing the rocks <laughs> have no clue what's what's being said in the Bible. And that's God's word. And if you disagree that it's God's word, that's okay. You can have that that perspective. I believe it's God's word. And for something to to, to last this long. For thousands of years, there's a clue. And this show is all about clues. It's all about signs and about what's happening and then tying back from the past to what's current to what we know is coming down the pipeline. And the one thing that I see is Satan is accelerating. He wants us to, to be divided. He wants us to be hateful. He wants us to disagree. He wants all this negative, negative, and negative. And when I hear this now, I'm just like, I'm not going to step into that because my friends, whether they're white, black, <clears throat> Hispanic, Asian, and I have all those friends, heterosexual, gay, I have those friends. Two of my dearest friends for the last 40 years are gay. I just had a birthday. They both wished me happy birthday. And there's such a fondness for them as human beings. I don't understand their lifestyle. I'm a heterosexual. I don't understand it. But just because I don't understand it doesn't mean I don't care about them. Doesn't mean I don't love them, you know. Um, so there's a lot of things that people can go down the paths. And I'm like, here's what I'm for. I'm for about finding somebody's heart, finding about how do we talk about Jesus and how do we talk about eternal life? Because really what matters is our eternal life, not what happens here. Well, not only that, GJ, I was just talking to a group of people this past Thursday, and one of the things that I was encouraging them of is that, you know, when, when the Bible was written and the New Testament came into being from the canon of Scripture that was developed in 325, the writings of Paul and the writings of James and John and uh, Peter and a couple other of the people that wrote in the New Testament, they were written to the churches those letters were actually written to the churches, not to those who did not know who Jesus was. So whenever we, whenever any one of us as Christians start to use the scripture against those who are non-believers, that defeats the very purpose of the message that the scripture is trying to teach. And that is Jesus died for all, for the entire world. When he took when he took the sin on his on himself on the cross, and we'll get to this at the end of the show, he took the sin of the world on his shoulders. That's why he died, because he knew that every single one of us broke God's law, and every single one of us is guilty without, uh, without even having to try. But all of us have fallen short. Everyone has, has fallen short of what God would desire from us, and so Jesus had to be that sacrifice, and he willingly walked into it. So it's, those of you believers out there, just remember, you're not called to judge others. As a matter of fact, Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, judge not so that you won't be judged. Because if you do judge, the same way you've judged others will be used to judge against you. And I can quote a couple other scriptures if you really like, but let's just keep this in mind. GJ and I are here to help you 
be focused more and awaken more to what's going on around you. And that is the world in which we live. And it is not getting any better. And it won't get any better until Jesus comes back and we actually we actually go to heaven. And then the whole new earth and new heavens are begun, which we can get into another show. But we do have some earth news that uh, by the way i've got some i've got some uh major news hammers to drop today whoa that, that i'm like wow I, even i had to stop when i was reading the, these stories and think to myself whoa you know that's uh mm, that's just the only way i can describe it but did you happen to see about that volcano that erupted in japan over the last week I saw just a snippet. I also know that they had a major earthquake. Yeah. And uh, I don't know the details. And I know you do, though. Well, this particular... Now, I was watching this one guy who's actually more... He's more knowledgeable about earthquakes and volcanoes. But now seismologists are starting to to see certain areas where where there's a 4.0 and a cluster of 4.0 earthquakes that it could potentially be around the i only shared gj the story of my daughter maylin again oh yeah we prayed for the daughter uh last week so we'll love to hear about how your daughter's doing or your friend the friend that has a daughter as well but there are there's these earthquakes that are around certain areas, and usually uh, before a volcano is about to erupt, they have these swarms of earthquakes. Well, this particular earthquake in Japan that erupted is what's called a stratovolcano. A stratovolcano can be either in a form of a mountain that has like a cylinder, goes down the middle, an open cylinder where the lava erupts and, and the whole and earth erupts, or it can also be what's called a caldera. Now, I'm not sure if a lot of people know this, but Yellowstone national park in the united states actually is a huge caldera it is a ticking time bomb waiting to go off and if it did go off and i think it's somewhere between a 50 to 65 percent of the united states would be covered in ash and actually it would cause great damage so these volcano things we're talking about are not just uh not just they're signs thank you gj they're signs <laughs> uh the other thing is, is that when when these volcanoes and how many do you while you're looking it up, GJ, maybe we can find out how many volcanoes are currently erupting. But I know we're almost. I, do some work. I know you got to start typing away. Gosh. Oh well, you got to be you got to be my fact checker today because I'm I'm not going to trust anybody else to do the fact checking. I'll trust there's, you. But I'm <laughs> there's a new CEO of the fact checking company. Oh my like, goodness! I what? saw that. I was like, um, things that make you go. Mm. Hey, I went the right way. Come on. Yeah, good job. These, what, you thank you. These. You can't see, but you know which way to go. That's right. Just go the opposite. The When these volcanoes go off and the ash that falls is actually deadly, and they have no-fly zones around these volcanoes because if, if a plane goes through the ash cloud of a volcano, there's little bits of rock, there's little bits of glass and things that can get into the jet and destroy that jet engine and that plane's going down. Well, think about that same kind of ash and dust and rock and glass getting inhaled into your system. And over time it can really do a lot of damage. So there's a lot of there's a lot in this that we have to be be mindful of. Well while you're looking that up, I just a couple of things, Earth News, that I've been watching these scientists have this 
have this brief update on a daily basis of the sun, like our sun, the, the, the star that we revolve around and, and orbit around. It's uh, The sun actually has what's called these coronal mass ejections. There are eruptions on the sun. I don't and, know what you're talking about. I didn't realize I was on a science show. I didn't either. I'm going to do my best. There might be more scientists out there that can correct me. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Right. But because of the most recent one that that kind of ejected right off the sun, the Earth is actually under a geomagnetic storm warning. Who would have thought that we're going to have geomagnetic storm warnings in the upper atmospheres of the Earth? Which, by the way, we're protected by a lot of the geomagnetic stuff because of some of those. I think it's called the magnetosphere of the Earth. Uh, anybody that's out there smarter than me, please correct me if I'm wrong. What do you got? Did you find out about the volcanoes? Because I have some other Earth news while you're looking it up. Uh, it's still like 40-some. 40-some? Yeah, I mean, and... Sheesh. Yeah, this one in Japan is going crazy, dude. Well, here's the thing about what you're saying is that, yeah, we may have only 40, 40 or 45. <laughs> Somebody might say only 40 or 45, but there are volcanoes that are going off that haven't gone off for hundreds of years. Yes. And they're happening right now. Yeah. And if you look at this map and you, you can go to volcanoes, volcanoesandearthquakes.com. That's one of the sites. There's a bunch, there's several of them, USGA site. <clears throat> it's not just one area. I mean, it's everywhere. So if you look at the global map, they're everywhere. And there's a, there's a right down the coast of, I think it is Mexico, all the way down in South America. Yeah. There's literally a line of volcanoes going yeah. off. Well, I also looked on NASA's website, and they have they have the next five asteroids that you can expect to pass by. So this is on NASA's website. I knew you had to bring up an asteroid. I just, every week, you, you won't let go of the asteroids. Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit later why. I have a scripture down at the bottom of our show <laughs> that I'm going to talk about, about why I keep bringing up these asteroids. But there are five asteroids in the next two days, four tonight and one tomorrow. Watch this. You ready? Two of them are the size of a jet, like 170 feet long, right? Two of them are the size of a bus. And one of them is the size of a 26-story building. And they're all supposed to be within 1.1 million miles and 5 5 million miles away from the Earth. Somebody's like, there's millions of miles away from the Earth. Yeah, that's not the point. The point is they're flying by. And there's a scripture we're going to talk about a little later that says, hey, there's going to be some terrifying things that you're going to see in the heavens. So just saying. Uh, Earth News. Bird flu outbreak in South Africa. And then we all, yep, then we all still know about the one that came out in Poland, where I think somewhere to the tune of six million birds had to be put down because of the potential for damage and illness. And then the last thing, Earth News, and you might have some too while while I've been talking, TJ, but this mega drought in the United States, the Western United States. The governor of California literally just came out today and said something about it, and he did everything short of putting a moratorium on water uh, for the state of California. So he hasn't done that yet, but something tells me that's coming. But this mega drought in the western U.S. is going to potentially cause some really devastating crop failures in 2021. 
and Ty and I were just talking about this. It's one of the reasons why we're building this garden. The prices of produce have just skyrocketed in our area. I'm not sure if you're experiencing there where you are, GJ, but they've skyrocketed in our area, as well as many other things like wood and fuel uh, at the pump. So that's just uh, some earth news going on. And there's signs. There's signposts. Signposts that point us to the end. Well, another thing we've talked about on here is, is fires. Yes. And we'll talk about floods. I don't have anything on, on floods right now. Um, although a lot of floods tend to start happening this time of year, you know, the heavy rains from spring is fire. So the, the level of fires across the world are very high. So like here in the Midwest, it's very dry. And so we're getting all these alerts still about, you know, even though it's, oh, by the way, snow, snow, snowed briefly last week here in the Midwest. And now it's 85 degrees or will be. It's like, it's like, here, here's, here's the, the thermometers over here. Then it goes here. Then it goes here. It's crazy. You know, when I when I was a child, and I think we've talked about this, is it's like okay, you go from winter, start to get warm up, you know, and you go like this in the summer. But now it's like this. <laughs> Wait, what's it doing again? <laughs> <laughs> Ty and I were talking about that the other day. We're like, whatever GJ goes, whoop whoop. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. I don't know, but I love it. Whoop whoop. Hey, every, do you have any more of the climate news or earth news? Oh, I said the word climate. Got to be careful. No? Okay, good. Wars and rumors of wars. I was afraid to talk. Hey, were you? Okay, go for it. It's all you. No, I said I was afraid to talk. Oh, you're afraid to talk. Oh, yeah, because I, I said the C word. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I said the C word. Oh, oh. There's a lot of C words that you can't say. Oh my gosh, dude. Let's not even go there. Next topic. Wars and rumors of wars. Hey, some stuff's going on. Some stuff's going down right now. And Israel, over the mm -hmm. last week, 36 rockets were fired from Gaza into the Jewish communities in southern Israel. Not military targets. They were aimed at Jewish communities. And that's something that we have to really, really watch. And there are, well, I think it was Syria. Uh, and there's a couple other places that had rockets that were aimed at Israel. They've turned their rockets and aimed them towards Israel. So there's some stuff going on, stuff going down. And I, as I promised, I'd wrap up the 10 conflicts to watch over the 2021. And now we're down to the last two. And one of the last two is Russia and Turkey. Now, Russia and Turkey have, have been at odds with each other over a lot of things. And they even Russia has been on the side of rebels coming against Turkey, Syrian rebels coming against Turkey. They backed them militarily. Turkey has come against other things that have, that have backed things that have come against Russia. But for some reason right now, they've begun to form some kind of an alliance. You were telling me about this the other day, GJ. You might know a little bit more about it than me. But what kind of, why is that important? Tell me, tell our listeners, GJ, why Russia and Turkey forming an alliance could potentially be a major issue, a major sign. I got nothing, dude. I don't know. Yes, you do. I've never talked about this topic ever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't recall. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was Ronald Reagan. I did not know that. I, I thought you were talking about somebody else. Johnny Carson. Uh, um, I don't know why. I don't know why. That, yeah, that's the extent of my. Uh, no, you knew. We were talking about it last week. Just, <clears throat> well, no, number number one is is you, you got Russia to the north and Turkey. So so for is so so you got Israel right there in the heart of it. Uh, another another thing that's happening too is is Russia is having like the early stages of an alliance with China, and then you also got. Russia and now Ukraine, although Russia's backed off of Ukraine. So you got a lot of different things that are happening. You know, did they really back off or are they backing off? You caught my little week there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, little week, week. Um, so to answer your question, I'm not sure the exact answer because I could go down a couple of different trails here. But, What's the sound about the armies from the north that are potentially going to be coming down on Israel? Yeah, well, in the end times, go to go to Revelation. I mean, it talks about the Red Army, and and I was thinking about this when I saw China and Russia, because Russia's army, I think, has been called the Red Army, and then and then you got China that has, you know, their color is red as well. So I'm like, it really, it, I'm like, all this time I've known about that, and I was thinking just like China, and it's like, okay, if they get together. There's the Red Army. It doesn't matter whether it's China or Russia, you know, coming from the north. Um, and obviously, at some point, ganging up on Israel. And as we've shared on the show, is Israel is the key on every topic as we get closer and closer to the, you know, in the end times, uh, you know, both before Jesus' return and then after his return, where you're in the seven years tribulation. Israel is the, at the heart of everything, and both good and bad, and uh, everything stems stems from that. So I know that's a generic answer. I don't, okay. I don't know if that's the answer you were looking for. Definitely the answer I'm looking for. I just uh, I just love it when when you share that kind of stuff. I don't feel like I shared much. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, well, the, so not number nine in the top 10 uh, conflicts to watch in 2021, Russia and Turkey. We, we want to keep a close eye on them, especially how they're interacting and responding to what even currently with the U.S. So there's a lot of positioning going on, a lot of power plays going on. But then the number 10, I'm actually going to replace the number 10 that was on the website I was going to because the website I was going to said the two words that we probably can't say but that it will might get us booted off and they're both c words believe it or not i think you've said way too much already today so uh i probably have i might as well just say it might as well just say it but china is the number 10 in my opinion so we all know that they've been positioning against taiwan they've been positioning against the philippines kind of entering into their airspace with military and just today i read that japan and the U.S. and I can't remember the other country that they're that they're allying with, but they're doing these military on the ground with actual army troops, uh, war games. So they're 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 actually saying that if something happened, this is what we would do. And these three major countries, the U.S. and Japan, um, are two of those are actually doing drills. 
to prepare for whatever it is that could happen if China were to come down to the South, South China Sea. So this is some major stuff going on with wars and rumors of wars. But Jesus said, don't be surprised by these things. He said, nation will rise up against nation. But as we've already said, the Israel with Israel being involved, that actually takes it to a whole other level. So I'm not sure if everyone's aware of this, GJ, but there's like a what's called a shadow war going on between Israel and Iran right now. Literally a shadow war. I've been reading that Iran's either hit an Israeli ship or Israel has hit an Iranian ship. Or there was that whole assassination thing that happened in Iran where Israel said, hey, that was us. That, I mean, there's a lot of things going on, especially with Iran and that nuclear facility that was that was hit. And they took out a bunch of their, uh, I'm not sure what they're called, but they're, I guess, the cooling fans. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a nuclear physicist. I have no clue what that's called. But it's way deep down on the ground. And, oh, my and, gosh. And it was in their nuclear reactor facility. I'm gonna stop there. So, an, an Iranian missile. I know. Before you go, I gotta thank things that make you go. Hmm. Well, mm. for me, is I just realized you're not a nuclear nuclear physicist or engineer. <laughs> I don't have that in my repertoire. Hmm. Mm. Off the screen. But anyway, an, an Iranian missile nearly misses Israel's nuclear facility. So. There's some stuff happening on a daily basis. We won't necessarily hear it in our news cycles because, you know, frankly, they don't really care about what's going on with the rest of the world unless they have something to say about it that helps them. So uh, the other thing I want to mention about wars, rumors of wars, is that Jerusalem, they started using the in the news, they've started using the word intifada, which is like an insurrection that happens where, where there's a people group that feel they're oppressed and they're coming and they're standing up and they're, and we would call it protests here in the United States or, other, or riots, but that's kind of what they're talking about now. So crazy stuff happening over there, GJ. Well, you know, sometimes, and I know we've talked about it on the shows, you, you got to sometimes take a step back on any topic. You know, we pick any topic. I mean, if you just take a step back and just say, look, well, is that important? Does it really matter? To me, everything now it does matter because it's it's just there's a buildup and there's that acceleration and just like whether they're were they shooting missiles off just to sort of like hey let's just see what they'll do it's almost like the little kid that's on one side of the fence and he's throwing a little rock a little pebble at the at the man as he's mowing his yard on the other side of the fence <laughs> you know it's like I'm just gonna throw a little pebble what are you gonna do you can't get me I'm a little kid <clears throat> so it's almost like so in this case. It's the it's the man throwing the little pebble at the kid. <laughs> We're bigger, you know. China's in there messing with Taiwan, and you know, hey, we'll align with Russia. We'll be twice as big. It's it's almost like we're we're uh, we're attempting to create this fear, um, and we're bigger and badder than you are, and and uh, so there's a little bit of that arrogance, and 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 I just see like that word accelerate. I just see the the acceleration happening and you know we've shared on here before yeah there's always been rumors of war there's always been all these different conflicts and israel's been at the heartbeat you know for many many years so nothing like that has changed so somebody said well that nothing's changed what i see is things are rapidly escalating on all parts of the world and we're interconnected on all parts of the world and things can be you know th this can be i mean we got people watching this show 
in the Philippines right this minute. We got people in France. We got people, and we've had people in Myanmar, you know, in past weeks before their internet got shut down, you know, watching. We've had people in Turkey. We've had people, you know, in Egypt. I mean, we've had people from around the world, and we're like, oh my gosh. Um, why? Because of the internet and things travel so fast. So we're now broadcasting on a global scale just from right here. Yeah. So when you start to think about it, that escalation is happening. And if you just take a step back, you know, like, okay, I see how this is happening. And there, all these things are leading up to this acceleration from what you and I are talking about are leading up to that tribulation period that we talked about. And there are some, these are where some of the big drops are going to happen. The big news drops, by the way. And then I have one and things that make you go, Hmm, that's kind of interesting too. But Azerbaijan, which is a Muslim country, just came out and said, Hey, we want to have some closer relations with Israel. Another nation in the Middle East, a Muslim country that's saying, Hey, we want to actually buddy, buddy up to Israel. So that is leading up to the tribulation. And I was mentioning, and this is kind of refresh people's memory about what we've talked about in the past, is that there now is a rabbinical or a priestly school that has been set up in Israel that are training those that are from what the scriptures calls the tribe of Levi, who were supposed to be the priests of the temple. They're actually training the uh, people that are in those priestly lines how to be priests in the, in the temple when the third temple is actually built on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, which... If you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about, just take a look at Revelation and read through Revelation about the fact that that will happen in the end times where the third temple is, is set up. You're like, wait a second. I thought the Muslims own that. Yeah, maybe for now, but actually God owns it. Just going to say he, he never let go of it. So the the other thing is, is that I was just watching a video about this place called the Bank for International Settlements. Did you see this one, GJ? I saw that. I think I actually shared it there in that one thread, and I shared it because I didn't have time to read it, and then I read part of it, and I'm like, I didn't quite get it. So, so I'm waiting for the nuclear phys physicist to explain. Over to <laughs> you. Wait a long time because there's no nuclear physicist on the call. But Over to you, Doctor Dan. Nah, nah, nah. But well, what he what it was is this guy that was one of the higher ups in the bank for international settlements because the central bank is actually setting up a central bank digital currency now we know here in the united states that the federal reserve bank has actually accepted ripple as their digital currency china has come out and said that they're going to have this digital currency they pulled away from the dollar backed system russia is now pulling back and saying they, they're going to go to a digital currency so now the international bank or bank for international settlements has said hey we have developed a way that we can actually control which transactions are allowed through digital currency. So they can literally stop certain transactions from happening, which that's that to me says one world financial system, if I ever saw it. So that, that kind of took me by surprise. But here's the other thing. Here's the biggest drop. GJ, I, I had to actually look this one up three times just to make sure it was actually true. I'm serious. I'm like, this is, this is, wow. Okay. According to CNBC, there's a major, major company. I'm not going to say the name, but it rhymes with Glamazon. And they are, they've already in Seattle have brought 
a palm scanning payment system to a grocery store they happen to own in Seattle. Palm scanning system. I actually looked, I was like, okay, if I'm going to find this anywhere by John, it's great to have you. Hopefully you can watch the rest of the show a little bit later on, but a palm scanning payment system that's actually operational in Seattle right now. And they said they have thousands of users already signed up to use it. I'm going to sit back and just let that sit for a second. What does that sound like? Sounds like the precursor to the mark. Signpost, do you think? Maybe a signpost, potentially? Yeah, we haven't gotten to that section yet, but it's coming. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, actually, this has been in the works for some time. I'm, I'm familiar with it, uh, and I knew they were working on implementing that. I didn't know when the implementation was going to happen. So, you know, and then, you know, I know we've talked about this. There's global entry into, you know, here in the United States, they call it global entry. I know they have it in different parts of the world because I've traveled there on global entry. So they have retina scan, they have your thumbprints. Um, and I'm like, okay, I know where this is going. At some point, this is going to be where we don't need any of that. We already got that. We, we'll just have it in the chip. <clears throat> and now, and then there's another thing that's happening on a global scale right now. It starts with with the word V, um, and a lot of people are thinking that that that's the mark. Uh, personally, I don't believe that's the mark. I believe it's another example of things to come. And the one thing I've shared on on this show before is the logistics of making this happen on a global scale is now able to be done. Now, it would take time to, to fully implement it everywhere. It is fully, uh, has the ability now. The technology is there. The logistics are in place, and they can literally move fast. And if you look at how many things have happened over the last 14 months, going to acceleration, that can happen. You talked about the temple you know, being rebuilt in Israel. They're saying it can be rebuilt in 8 to 12 months or 8 to 14 months. I mean, from a, they, you know, they got to dig out the foundation. They got to do all that. They got to lay it, everything, and then they got to build it. And, you know, in order to open the doors, they can do that that fast. And so right there, the acceleration is happening so fast because of technology and on such widespread. And then people are openly saying, oh, I will do this. I will gladly give this information for ease, for comfort, for security. I mean, pick a, pick a topic. And I can see how people buy into it. And Alita and I were having this conversation yesterday going to church. Why are so many people not seeing certain things that we that we're seeing like, oh my gosh, that's like watching it on a big screen and saying, Oh my gosh, it's happening right there. Why? Because Satan and, and I, I think John John or John put it in the thread earlier. Uh, I, I did sort of scan a yes, I no, it's Mark. So Mark put it in there. Um the level of deception. So Satan, he is putting a level of deception that's going on. And when you see these narratives that I call the false narratives or the false news or the fake news, call it whatever you want. I mean, we all know that it exists. What we don't know is, is that one real? Is this one real? Is this one fake? Is this one fake? And I'm like, okay, what is this attempting to get me to do? And these are all examples of me moving into 
control, being able to, to be able to, you know, control my movements, control what I do, control how I spend it. And of course, in Revelation, it clearly states how you will not be able to buy anything. You will not be able to travel and do anything or without, you know, you'll be able to travel a certain level unless you're playing within the rules. And now we're seeing those things starting to develop on a world scale right now. And that I see is the precursor. 100%. And there's lots of, lots of precursors. For example, with when it comes to persecution of the church, I was chatting, uh, well, I was leading a group talking about persecution. And when Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, blessed are those who are persecuted for my name's sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That's a that's a kind of a, a putting a wrapper on the what what we call the beatitudes, what I call the God-desired attitudes, where Jesus started off at the beginning of the sermon saying, "Blessed are those who are poor in spirit or humble, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven." It kind of comes full circle and says, "Blessed are those persecuted." So persecution is actually going to happen. And what I said was, is over the last year, the way the enemy works with that acceleration is that we have now in the church begun to persecute each other. And I mean, on any topic, pick a topic, pick a topic, and we persecute each other and we slander other people for what they say and what they believe. And so I loved how we started this off by, by especially what you said, is that we don't, we're not, we want to, we don't want to come out and say this is what we're against. We won't say what we're for. What we're for is for a God, whole, God-sized hole in people's hearts to be filled with his presence so they can have a relationship with God himself. And they can only do that through Jesus. The... There is a major, one more thing about the leading up to the tribulation. There is, uh, there's a denomination, the United Methodist Church, which has literally come out in the news that they're now having a split. Now, for years, the United Methodist Church has ordained clergy that were from the LGBT community. And of course, with, with the scripture and what it says, there's a battle going on that's raging in some denominations about this. Well, now they're starting, now they're actually coming out and saying there's a whole group that want to split and say, we're going to become the conservative Methodist church. And then there's the United Methodist church and the conservative Methodist church. Just another example for me of acceleration of how the enemy is trying to divide. And he's using, he's using conversation and deception to help people to divide and to take their focus off of scripture, off of the word of God and on to how they can battle each other. So another sign of leading up to the tribulation. Again, you know, as you're sharing all that, is, is if Satan wants everyone to get off track just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. So as you're saying that, I don't know all the details to that church. What I know is, if there's divide, then they're, they're taking they're taking the light off of what really matters and putting it on something else that may seem like it matters. But if you put the light on Jesus, then Jesus will show the light on what truly matters on either side of the fence. And I think most people tend to forget that, or they get caught up in you know what you know I'm right and you're wrong and. Again, Satan is at work, and we're seeing it in so many different areas, whether it's in the church, whether it's in the government, whether it's on social media, whether it's uh, any country. I mean, it's just happening, and it's, again, on the acceleration. 
So the one thing that I that I know is what are you for? And and to me, that's the lane you stay in. And for us, it's all about Jesus. And 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 we're for you. If you're watching this or listening to you, to this, we're for you. And he said, Well, how can you be for me? You know, I I'm this, that, or whatever. It doesn't matter. God sees your heart. What is your heart? And that's what matters. And you may be dealing with certain issues or challenges or brokenness or, you know, life sucks. And even if life is great, there's going to come a point where life sucks. I've been on both sides of that coin many, many times. And just when you think, oh, it's all great, then something usually happens. <clears throat> so then again, where do you find your solitude? Where do you find what really matters? And again, I go back to the word. I go back to prayer and go back to being around the right people that are going to be around there for you. And a lot of times you think those are people are for you and they're not. And so it's like taking inventory. And sometimes tough times, as, as bad as it can be, it actually ends up having a silver lining and is a true benefit um, later, later, you know, you got to get through the wounds. And I look at my worst times, my worst moments or the thing, my worst hurts have led to something much greater, much better um, down the road. And it sucks that we got to deal with those challenges or problems. So, you know, we're, we're dealing with a lot of different topics here on, on a global scale. And some of them aren't really fun to, fun to talk about. I know we get excited about it on, on some of it because we see the signposts. And if you understand the signposts, well, and you say, what does that matter? Um, yeah, what matters is, the, is our eternal life. That's what matters. Eternal. Forever. Where there is no pain. There is only joy. There's happiness. And think of anything that you, you've had that was bad that's happened in your life to you or somebody else. It's gone. And then take your best joy and, and amplitude it to something we probably can't even comprehend. That's what matters. And, I, and when I start thinking about eternal life, then if there's persecution, there's persecution. It's only temporary. And the Bible also shows that. And Paul is a great example where he spent most of his life being punished and abused and imprisoned. And he wrote some of the best works in the Bible with some of the most impact from the Bible in some of the worst cases, you know, while he was in human form. So if you think eternal, it really starts to put things in perspective as well. And I go back to the word and then I go, I pray and Believe me, I, I'm 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 a competitive guy. I'm highly in, into achieving, and I've lived my life that way. And I'm like, okay, I've been very hardened many times in my life. I've been I've been a military sergeant, you know, lead follower, get the heck out of the way. I mean, that's been my lifestyle. And I'm like, hey, how do I soften my heart so that I can see somebody else's heart, regardless of what color they are, whether they're abusive, whether they're happy whether they're this or that or whatever, and seeing to the heart of the person. And when you start to do that, all the other stuff really doesn't matter. And we've gotten so off track of what doesn't matter that we think that, that it matters. The, the, I mean, I love, it. I love where you're taking that conversation just because it's Jesus, although I will say that Jesus does say when you see these things happening, all the things we're talking about, he says two words. He says, look up. Look up. 
And when he says, look up, he's saying, look to me, look to, look to God, the father, Jesus as his one and only son and the Holy spirit that is there to guide us all and remind us of all the things Jesus taught. He said, look up. But the first step he said was, is to, when you see these things happening, we can't see if we don't have our eyes opened. And so when we bring all these things up and we talk about this list of things that are happening, whether it's wars and rumors of wars, pestilences, volcanoes, earthquakes, a lot of the heavy stuff, and still like to have a little bit of fun in the process is because we, we don't want to lose our minds in this. But we're saying all these things because we want you to we will be like, we, uh, <laughs> Oh, we've already lost our minds. We just didn't lose it to this. <laughs> but when we see all these things happening, Jesus says this is – this is the time to look up because your salvation, your as he says, your redemption is near, which means your your being rescued is near. Your your being taken out of the sinful world is near. So he says, look up. And so that's what we're trying to say to everybody today is just look up. We're helping to point out some of the things that are going on. Believe them or not. We look them up and decide to to say this is the end times or not. We want you to look up. We want you to look to Jesus and we want you to look to him for your salvation because every single one of us has fallen short of God's glory. We cannot meet the standard that has been set. And because of that, Jesus had to die for our sins so that we could have life. But we have to not only confess that we're that we're lost and, and have broken God's law, but we need to accept his forgiveness in our life and say, Lord Jesus, come and live inside my heart. Come and live and make me a new person so that I can then spend eternity with you. And so therefore also be redeemed and, and saved from what's coming. But more importantly, because I know there's a God that created me and has loved me, has formed me in my mother's womb, knows everything about me, knows how many hairs are on my head or not, and knows, knows what's inside of my thoughts and inside of my heart. <laughs> He knows all that about me. And so therefore, I want to dedicate my life to him, not just to escape the coming wrath, but because I know what he's done for me. So um, I guess this would be a great time to actually pray the prayer. What do you think? <laughs> well, I got one more thing that makes you go, hmm. I'm gonna well, talk I, got, about I, I got three, but go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Lebanon. So Lebanon battle swarms of locusts. After wind changes direction, and so they can see, and and there's a photo, and all you can see is you barely see the sky. That's how thick they are. And then the wind changes direction, and it's like coming at. I mean, you can just think of that. <laughs> that to me, that makes me go. Mm. Well, shoot. Let me let me just say these these three before we pray, because they're. I don't want to, I kind of want to end off on the whole prayer thing, but uh, UFO sightings, reported sightings, I should say. Now, UFO just stands for unidentified flying object. We don't know where they come from. They're not going to tell us where they're coming from, but uh, but UFO reported sightings have increased dramatically over the last two years. I mean, it is actually on mainstream news right now, talking about how the Pentagon has said, yep, this happened. This was, this happened to our warships. But get this, China <laughs> is looking to develop, you ready for this? You know where I'm going with this? An asteroid defense system. <laughs> oh, things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> and I mentioned several weeks ago because I saw an email from Vandenberg Air Force Base 
that our own Air Force is looking to shoot up a test dual asteroid intercepting rocket. They're going to shoot that up for some reason. And the last thing I'll share with you is NASA has confirmed they're participating in what they call, quote, a tabletop exercise simulating asteroid impact. Now, why do I talk about asteroids? I, I promised I would read the scripture in Revelation chapter 8, verse 8. It says, the second angel blew his trumpet and a great mountain of fire was thrown into the sea. There you have it. There's just things to make you go. Mm. I had to go fast on that one. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to say one thing about UFOs. There's so many things out there now that, that are new technology. It would be easy to be, oh, my gosh, that's a UFO, you know, because it's unidentified. You know, is it another government? Is it, you know, what is it? Uh, so there's a lot of things that are happening. You know, we're seeing following satellites. We're seeing asteroids. We're seeing comets. We're seeing what's happening with the, you know, the blood moons and, and the eclipses and how all different, a lot of crazy things have happened, how planets have been lining up. So is it look to the sky? Those are signs. Those are all signs. And the one thing that I truly believe is going to be, it's going to be a narrative is when Jesus comes back, there's going to be a lot more shaking going on. And, and people were taken by aliens from UFOs. That's going to be a narrative. Yeah, it will be. And that's kind of why I think all this stuff is starting to come out now. It's this is really odd because before they'd say, Oh, this is conspiracy theories. But as soon as the Pentagon comes out with official statements saying, Oh yeah, this, we've seen these UFOs happen. Yeah, which, which is a sign to me and a clue that we are approaching. And you say, well, of course we are. That's, I mean, Satan's using these things to explain his path, and God is using his to explain his path. And the, what, the best way to be clear, and the, the only truth, I had this dialogue with Brian, a good friend Brian, who uh, refuses to come on the show because he, he works. <laughs> he works. I mean... <laughs> You know what we need to do? We need to schedule some time on his calendar for for counseling uh, between 10, 30, 11, 30, and just have him come on here and cancel us. <laughs> I like that. So, uh, hey. things that make you go, hmm. Why don't I take a direction? So, on a serious note, there's all these narratives are happening, and they're happening at an alarming rate. And you're seeing it on mainstream news or, or you know, go online to you know, any of these news outlets, these things are starting to come into the main the main narratives. And whether they're real or not, the people are going to use that. And Satan's going to use that for his narrative. And the only way you're going to know complete truth is being in the Bible. And, and, and that's God's word. And that's where you find God's truth. And I'm telling you, there's somebody that was illiterate, Bible illiterate, for 99% of my life, now I'm like, oh my gosh, why didn't I pay attention? Why didn't? Now, so, so there's some, some versions of the Bible it's hard to read. I, I get that. It's like growing up and listening to one kind of music and, you know, you got to listen to older music. Like, ah, that's old, you know, or it doesn't make sense. You know, so I get, the you know, what is learning. But the one thing I know is by being in the Word brings clarity brings discernment, brings wisdom, brings peace. 
And the more I've done that, the softer my heart has become. It's still hardened in some ways. I know that it is a lot softer today than it was when we, even when we first met. And the thing that I know is I find peace and I find peace in that I can really count on Jesus in all things. I can look up to him. And I also know there's eternal life and the eternal life is, are you sure about your eternal life? Yeah. Are you ready? As in the video that you mastered, are you ready? And I believe you're ready because you're right here at the bottom of the hour or the top of the hour watching or listening to this show. That's a sign. That's a clue. And I believe you're ready. Yeah. So we're going to actually pray that prayer right now because this is your moment. This is your time. This is when you say, God, I need you in my life. I believe Jesus as the son of God. He can take away my sin and the sin of the whole world. And I ask you to forgive me. Come and live my life. So let's pray that prayer. It's that simple. It's that simple. Dear Heavenly Father, we're so grateful that you pursue us. You created us. You don't desire any one of us to perish. But you all, you want us all to come to a knowledge of who you are and to willingly make that decision to come to you and say, I, you know what? I'm lost. I've broken your law. I'm a sinner. I need Jesus. He is your son that came to take away not only my sin, but the sin of the whole world. Please come and live in my heart. Change me. Make me new right now in the name of Jesus. And we pray that prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. The change has happened. The change has happened. It's right there. So. Uh, you are a new creation right now, and you need to share this video with as many people as you can. Let them know we need to look up. We need to look up to Jesus. Any final words, GJ, before we sign off? Be in the Word. Be in the Word. Be in the Word. Get yourself a Bible. Have have a, a physical copy, and then I use the version Bible app, which has, I don't know, a thousand different versions uh, in different languages, and uh, our friends at New Version Bible app, you, know, you can download it right to your phone. Doesn't matter what type of phone you have. Um, so be in the Word. That's my thought. I can't add a thing to that. God bless you guys. We will see you next week. Look up. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.